Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. If you've been diagnosed with lung cancer, you need a team of experts by your side every step of the way. With the largest and most experienced lung cancer team in South Jersey, MD Anderson Cancer Center at Cooper gives patients personal care, innovative treatments like robotic surgery, immunotherapy, and groundbreaking radiation treatment, all close to home. MD Anderson at Cooper. No one fights cancer alone. Appointments available in 48 hours. MD Anderson Cancer Center at Cooper. Hi, this is Natalie Lander voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others, you are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit w2mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Konnichiwa! Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Talk to Keiki. I'm Matt, your host for the night, and uh, this isn't a regular episode that we do weekly. This is, a, again, it's a special focusing on one series, well, the movies in particular, but we're going to talk about the series a little bit. And since my co-host has not watched the series, he is disqualified, shunned, pathetic, <laughs> disgusted, pop as fucker. Anyway... Uh, Joy me is from the chair shot, uh, a good friend of mine. I've known him for years. Uh, he's the one that got me my start. Andrew Belaz. Andrew, how you doing, buddy? Not too bad. And yeah, we really need to get that co-host of yours caught up with some of like the classic stuff because th- this is important, man. This is this is one of the generational animes that like helped to pave the way and to mold some of the inspiration. So, oh, yeah. I. Mm. Can he even call himself a fan without knowing this anime? Well, SFA, he's he's like a few years into anime, like four to five, I think. He's like he he's like he had, he started when we were kids, or so he's still a baby. He's still on the Pokemon Digimon kind he, of level. As I was say, that's why that's why he's my kohai. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, uh, but he he does get passionate, and I do respect that for stuff he does talk about. So like it's nice to see. He's like, all right, okay, well, show show off the old timer, why don't you? 
<laughs> Damn like, you, let, kids, let, get off let, my no, anime lawn. No, when we, were do, when we were doing the awards, when we were talking about the best couple, he was talking about uh, Fruits Basket. And they went to like, oh, go ahead, tell me about yours with the, you know, um, the 26-year-old and the 17-year-old. I was like, ah, well, <laughs> put, me, put me on the spot, why don't you? Welcome to anime. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I got it, but... Oh god! Like, well, god, if you, when you put it like that, because I haven't watched Fruits Basket, so like, it probably would have been mine, but it really wasn't a lot of like big ships except for that one in terms of chemistries and how it developed. That's why I picked them. Yeah. That, that like I ship is so hard type of thing. Like, it was just they had a good dynamic. I was like, it, like I kind of was this spot because with uh, Higa Hero, I didn't see a couple with them. With those two, it was just more of like a big brother little sister. But with uh, the people in Koikimo, yeah, despite the whole age difference and the the message, like they still gel to- well together. <laughs> I mean, and not to mention one of the biggest ships in anime history is Inuyasha and Kagome, and he's like over a thousand years old, and she's fourteen. So, like, come on. Well, don't I don't. Well, I, well, 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 I don't want to talk about Toshomaru and Ren. Oh, there we go. There's that too. I was just bringing up Jesus the obvious Christ. one. I, I am so glad I dropped that sequel. <laughs> Like, it did not feel like Inuyasha. Well, except for Inuyasha's daughter, but anyone else, no. That no one else. Like, it was not the same. I didn't care about Sushomaru's kids. Talk to kids. Yeah, I didn't have high hopes for it, and the fact that the buzz died down real quick. I'm like, yeah, not gonna watch that yeah. one. Uh, anyway, this is not what we're talking about. Uh, we're talking about Neon Genesis Evangelion, uh, a show that came out in 85. Correct. Like dear and dear to our hearts, it's been many years since I've seen it. So okay. I probably so I probably really can't describe what happened that much. But um, yeah. Uh, th- but watching these mo- well, watching the movies, maybe wanna rewatch that series as a good refresher. <laughs> yeah, I had the same kind of feeling, even though I think Netflix redubbed it. So <sighs> I've heard the redub is good, but the irony is that the movie cast is from the, the original, original dubbing. So, right. like, Spike Spencer is Shinji to me, and he always has been, because I don't think the be. dub is that cringy, honestly. Or it's, you know, the right levels of whiny cringe, Shinji being a bitch. So, <laughs> like, it's just, it sounds right to me. I haven't given the Netflix for a chance yet. Oh, wow. Well, I'll eventually. But this this is basically, this It's such a huge impact in the, in the culture. <laughs> <Impact>. of the... <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that later. What? But, uh, it was a topical word. It was a good word. Uh, it's know. like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Like, wow, you said the word. <laughs> <laughs> the chairs but, talk, the alligator ships out, like, whatever happened. <laughs> yeah. But no, um, again, very popular, influenced a lot of shows. Like, uh, you call it Argento Soma, Generator Gall, Die Guard, uh, Koi Koi 7, Steven Universe, Rick and Morty. Hell, fucking My Little Pony. <laughs> I mean, there's even other older, like Razafon. Razafon yeah. was basically always called Evangelion, just watered down, or like Evangelion right. for girls. Like, you know, the old, early 2000s yeah. kind of way of referring to things. Yeah. Big O. Big O takes a couple. Um, Gurren Lagan. Gurren Lagan, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gurren Lagan, definitely. Uh, Serial Experiments Lane, which I still have to watch. <laughs> God, I haven't watched that in so long. I thought you were going to Yeah, that, it, it came up as a recommendation after uh, One Direct Priority. <laughs> Before I, got dis- before I got disappointed. But, okay, uh, okay, yes. Oh, God. I, I, raised, I already yelled, yelled at that for about an hour. I can't do that again. <laughs> I remember that episode, yes. Oh, God, that was <laughs> terrible. I was so upset. If, uh, I was fully erect and then went flaccid. It was never, it was never the same. 
Yeah, that's never good, man. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Not even Blue Shoe can help. I mean, it might. <laughs> it might. Maybe if it had one of those like Viagra like rebounds, where it's like that four hours, then you have to call a doctor. Maybe it's like four hours, then just watch Wonder Egg. Then you'll be uh, fine. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! I don't want to. I don't even want a picture of that. But uh... <laughs> anyway, uh, we said we were talking about Evangelion a little bit before the movies, but again, again, it's a big cultural thing. Um, especially the genres, like especially mechs, <laughs> stories, oh. characters, like popular Asuka. Is the- Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More well known Sundere next to Taiga. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Rin from Fate's Day Night. Yeah. Like Rin, Rin Tosaka, Asuka Langley, and Taiga. Yeah, they're, they're probably the top three Sundaries. <laughs> yeah. well, I, well, I like Kaguya from Love is War. She, she counts. Sure, but she doesn't quite have the same history that these others do. No, no, <laughs> no. But I'm saying for a current timeline, she's like taking that torch, but. The classics, these are these are it. I still have to watch uh, that. <laughs> That's not bad. I, I, I know. No, it, my, my friend loves it. Like he loves it to death, and he keeps telling me to watch it. So I'm gonna I tell you. You know what? My take is it's not as good as Clan Ed, but it's it's pretty damn good. Oh, I, I, I love Clan Ed. <laughs> and it's like I I think I like Toradora way more than Angel Beats too. So I don't know if you watched Angel Beats at all, but Toradora I did. I, I, I did. Out of the water. I, I, I did enjoy it. I, I was a little more lukewarm on Angel Beats, so that's why I would say like Toradora. I like that better. Well, eventually I'll watch it because I said I would fruit. I would finish up Fruits Baskets before I pick up anything else. Fair. Because okay, I want, okay. I, I, I want to finish that before the end of the year to see if it'll go in my awards for the year, the last season. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, eventually uh, a few weeks ago they uh, released the fourth Evangelion movie, and since uh, yeah, he told me about it, I was like, you know what? We're going to, instead of writing about it or him writing about it, like, you know what? Here, come to the show. We're, we'll talk about all of it together. Yes. And, and here we are. There we go. Yeah. So let, let me let me frame it this way. How long ago has it been since you watched Neon Genesis? Because I doubt you watched it, like, right away. So, like, did I, you give I, it a couple I, of years? Did you borrow some I of these VHSs? Would, I would probably be when I was, like, 15, 16. So, like, about 15 years. Okay, okay. So, yeah. 
I think it's roughly the same because I think I watched it in the yeah. end of high school because I actually borrowed my buddy's VHS tapes. And yeah. then, you know, I, I, I love that. I love that anime so much. Right. Like early, early internet, like I was on a message board that was totally fan devoted to Evangelion called Ava Made. And right. everything was cool because you got to see like the beginning where people would leak the Japanese stuff from like the Shinji Akari raising projects and some of the offshoot games that didn't make it over to the States and like right. uh, like Girlfriend of Steel and stuff like that. So it, w- it was really cool just, you know, the message board interactions and watching everybody kind of just geek out over the same thing. Right, planet, right. So Ava, Ava was definitely kind of influential in kind of getting me involved in at least the internet kind of aspects. Of right, the right, right. And of course, fanfic.net. Like, who doesn't love and hate fanfic? Uh, yeah. uh, now, now, we, now we got the Dojins mangas. Oh, that's the new one? Oh, I kind of I kind of fell out of how the fanfic uh, generation went. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, especially for Love is War. Ah, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but usually, usually I don't, re- usually I don't read Dojins or Hentai or any of that, but I was like, ah. Oh, no. Fanfic. Fanfic was written, so at least it wasn't the visual yeah. Dojins that I think, that I, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it was just a bunch of cringy people kind of putting their their otp and their their original character in with and, their favorite and character then, and then and their odd chip-ins of course that's OTP. Weird, 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 weird fetishes damn right like pen pen asuka all the way because you know pen pen was actually just god embodied in a penguin right. <laughs> <laughs> you think i'm joking but there was i i I, I instantly believe you <laughs> I, I don't even need to look i just believe you <laughs> I don't need anything else. Uh, but anyway, this is uh, this is more of a rebuild of the Evangelion series, more or less, for a different telling of a story. And yeah, this was from basically 2007 to now. So yeah, about 14 years for four of these yeah. four of these movies. About as old as the the pilots were when the the whole concept started is as long yeah. as it's been since one and four came out. At least yeah. in this. Yeah, between the Japanese release and what just happened, because yeah, they, they, yeah, they even said fourteen years since uh, mm-hmm. that last gap. God, we we could have had a whole new pilot in that time. I mean, technically we did. There we go. That's more, that's a way to more, look at more it. or less. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, all right. So let, let's get to the meat of it. Yeah, as I said, let, let's get to the meat of it. Where to uh, kind of start in reverse one. a little bit. That the good oh, thing about the rebuild. Okay. The, the good thing about the rebuilds is the fourth movie did prove to us that the rebuilds technically follow the Neon Genesis Evangelion storyline. Because right. at the end, when Shinji and Ray were talking, you saw it go through the old intros for Neon Genesis 1.0, right. 2.0, 3.0, 3.0 plus 1.01. And that kind of tells you the storyline that they're trying to get across. And yeah. to then go to the beginning made a lot of sense because after Third Impact happened in Neon Genesis, the water was no longer blue, it was red. And in the first yeah. movie the water was red to begin with and right. blue water was like some kind of weird myth that the kids never grew up with basically yeah <laughs> so it, I, I like the fact that it kind of handheld us at the end to kind of prove where this rebuild comes in with the neon genesis storyline and, and how it like actually fits in <laughs> oh it fits in so wonderfully because it yeah. hits so many of the old marks with a little bit of a twist here or there from you know Unit one going berserk, like 
even people that don't know Evangelion still know the the big purple robot going crazy, yeah. like attacking stuff and, you know, doing yeah. his wonderful MMA attack. And uh, then I think in Neon Genesis, Unit 1 was the one that went a little berserk in the hangar, but this time it was Ray's Unit 0, which then you got to see a little bit of Gendo getting humanized when he cared and ran to the, the pod to try to save Ray. Yeah, like like what actually... Like you saw what he was actually like feeling type of thing. <laughs> Correct. So like th- this, this was an interesting rebuild for the fact that it gave Gendo oddly human beats because yeah. if, if you remember Neon Genesis, everybody hated Gendo. Gendo oh, yeah. was like the worst dad and he was just such a prick and he's just such a dirty bastard that he was just completely beyond, I guess, you know, reprieve. And this, this rebuild, really helped to kind of get across the fact that Gendo wasn't much different than Shinji. Gendo just had his own approach and right. Gendo really just had one one wish kind of when it they all came down Yui, to yeah. Yeah, and it was it's kind of sweet and selfish, but sweet at the same time. So, so I don't just, know. He, did, he just went about it the wrong way because again, it was the only person he did really he go ever about cared it about. The wrong way though. I mean, with how with like, how I, I, everything I, ended I throw away my humanity, Shinji! But is he the b- best dad or is he the worst dad? Because if you see, everything ended, you know, the way it ended to not give give the whole finish. I away know. Uh, just yet. But, like, that puts a different light on Gendo. Because everybody's like, he's such a bitch. Like, he, he set this whole thing up. Like, you know, the Ayanamis and the Shikanamis, which is Asuka's new last name, which yeah. makes some some more sense now as all the movies came out and like Shinji had a part to play and he was just this gigantic chess game of just making sure that these impacts happened and he could get to one thing and you know everybody could end happy in a way right uh it's like yeah i really I, yeah i really can't <laughs> i can't I, I really don't know how to explain it it's twisted but like gendo was kind of it's kind of like what uh what Toji's sister said in the fourth movie where Shinji was both their their savior and and their destroyer all right. in one. Gendo was very similar. Uh, yeah, they like father like son, I guess. Uh-huh. And that that was really a big thing that I noticed through all four of the movies is they really pushed the Gendo Shin- Gendo Shinji kind of parallel where you know, Shinji kind of wanted to get to know his dad. His dad pushed back a little bit. And then when they had their moments, you saw similarities. You Gendo even admitted to a similarity between the two of them at different points. Right. And the whole Ray thing from when Unit Zero goes crazy, then when Ray tries to protect him after the, the Sixth Angel debacle, if we want to call it that, then Ray is in the, the pod again and Shinji runs over to her her plug and, and then to pull takes her it out, out the same, same way. way exactly the same so it's like it really was heavy handing the whole gendo and shinji way more alike than we want to believe them yeah. and they they did this they've done this perfectly to actually make us see that did you like the fact that toji was no longer the uh the random sacrifice pilot uh yeah, but yeah, this did work. Misato, yeah. But it was like, come on, no. <laughs> no, 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 not not the Misato one. The to-, to remember how in the series Toji was supposed to be the fourth angel or the fourth Ava pilot, and then that's when the Ava went berserk or what got possessed by the angel, and then he died. 
but oh, it was okay. Asuka that piloted that one. Oh, okay. Wrong so one. They, yeah. actually, they, they kept Toji completely. Uh, that yeah, I, I guess that made more sense in terms of Asuka and Shinji in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I, so I I feel like that does fit more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This is one of the things I would say. Yeah, they did that better. So just a random like a random Toji, you got Asuka. <laughs> yeah, and and logically it did make sense that the European leg shut down Unit Two because they had the rights to say when the Japanese branch could use it and not, and they they said not to. So Asuka yeah. was kind of left without an option. So, you got no options here. <laughs> exactly. So it it was kind of cool the fact that they brought that whole thing around. How did you like the personality shifts? Because now we're moving into the second movie. And I love the fact that the movie was called You Cannot Advance. Because it right. seems like every child, or every person, because even Masato comes into play with this one, every time they had some kind of character growth, something happened to just stagnate it, stifle it, and have them go way back to the beginning. Like, right. Ray and Shinji started getting affectionate. Ray tried to learn how to cook. And then the angel attack happened. Yeah, Asuka got a little affectionate and jealous. And then the angel attack happened after she confides in Masato about kind of being okay with her place in life and being alone and yada, yada, yada. And then that whole thing happens, which kind of, you know, we see in the, the next couple movies that it changes her personality a bit. And, you know, Shinji went from just not like not wanting to pilot things to then being just on autopilot then he just wants to protect Ray, which then screwed over Asuka, which yeah. that was that was kind of an interesting way of kind of Asuka feeling jilted that it proved that Shinji liked Ray way more than her and Misato trying to push away from Kaji and do what her father wanted for the whole nerve thing. And then with everything that happened, she just ends up kind of back in Kaji's arms at the end and kind of falling into the same trap that her father did with the whole, you know, nerve and second impact issue. Right. But no, uh, I guess there's more of, I understand like how they do get this development, but go back because except for, except for Ayanami, like Shinji and Asuka, they're, they're kids. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're definitely kids. And we all know Shinji was a wanty pussy little bitch. <laughs> True. We all, we all, we all, we all know and love him. Yeah, Spike Spencer did a good job, man. <laughs> oh god, like yeah, I, I, like I just cannot picture anyone else voiced in him. It, it had the right tone of how he would act, especially with how he was feeling. <laughs> did you find anything interesting? Try to stay within the confines of the second movie. Don't, don't take from information from three and four. But did you find it interesting how informed Oscar and Mari were? when they get introduced and how they just knew everyone and everything. And Mari even knew the the sub command to get unit two to go beast mode. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, that was definitely different in the, the fact with that, uh, I, I guess they thought it was more fitting to do it that way. So, uh, I could see it. I just, I definitely thought it was weird that Asuka knew that Ray was just nothing more than a pet or a doll basically from the first time. Like there, there was no awkwardness. There was no thinking or no, she was a kid, or like no looking into her info or finding out from other people. Correct. Just, it's just, just, just assumed. Like yeah, yeah it's fuck just, you. Oh, yeah, you, you, yeah, you're, you're the, uh, you're the, you're Gendo's kid, and you're the yeah. pet. You're this. It's like wow. It's like okay, okay, Asuka. How much, so, how much so research did you do? Shit. Yeah. 
Well, she was from another. She was from a different division, so she probably did some background. She was from a different anime, apparently. She was from like the Jackie Chan adventures because Uncle made her do some research. Yeah, she knew everything. (laughs) Like, holy shit! I guess she wanted to be very thorough with uh, where she was gonna go next. (laughs) I suppose. Uh, But man, don't these all these angles feel weird to you? (laughs) I mean. They did, they did, but I I love how the second movie was because I feel like it was, it was complete in the fact that you kind of saw resolutions and we saw the beginning of Third Impact at the end of the movie, right? And it's like that that's kind of where we left off before Instrumentality and Neon Genesis, so it's like right. it still felt very familiar and it still was really cool and it was nice seeing all of the characters come into play and how their personalities changed. But God, that third movie! Holy shit! Well, we'll get to that in a bit. <laughs> uh, did you see the after credit of the second one? Maybe. Which one was that one? Where, like, it, like it takes place like after like the third impact. You see the spear go through Unit One, like death from above type of thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I was gonna say like, I, like that. Like that was there. <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> No, you weren't, because then that kind of is part of what played into three with where uh, kind Ka- of some well, of the spears. Caro, yeah. yeah, yeah, where some of the spears came from. But did you did you have anything you took from the second one that we haven't talked about yet? Or even the first, if you want to go back to like uh, uh, the part that was really more or less the retelling of the Neon Genesis story with a couple tweaks. Yeah, like I again it was a nice retelling, it was a good refresher. That's all I really saw what the first movie was. Mm-hmm. And, and it worked. Like that, I think that was the right move to do it for the first one. Before I get into making different, making more diff- bigger tweaks for the rest. <laughs> Big tweak. Jesus Christ. This was, this is a whole ass like Vince Russo level of swerve. Like, yeah, I don't, they, I don't they, even they, know. They like, they, they like, re- they just wrote a different script, different. Yeah, they just wrote the script in a different language. They're just like, and now it's French. It's like, what the fuck happened here? Like, this is not... We start off with some kind of, like, space battleship Yamato kind of fucking thing. And I'm just like, it was cool. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like, what am I even watching? And then, like, you know, Misato... Is there is a captain of a, the captain of a ship. Oh, yeah. And um, they're like, they're, they all said, fuck Gendo. He's on his own. Yeah. Uh, like, Ray, okay. Ray, Ray's gone, or Ayanami. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ray's apparently gone. Shinji randomly came out of... The first time I watched this a couple years ago, I wasn't sure if he came out of the the cross-shaped box thing that Mari and Asuka were fighting in the beginning. Right. Or if he came directly out of Unit 1. And I'm just like, oh, so he came out of Unit 1, which they were using as an engine. So that's kind of awkward. (laughs) Out of nowhere, it's like, and now there's a kid! It's like, okay, that's different. How come he... Did he just appear (laughs) out of the LCL? Yep, and then Asuka wanted to kill him, basically. Which I get that she was. It's like it's like so. Uh, Fourteen years. It's like, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Uh, I kind of crushed you. No hard feelings, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, that's, so that was. Uh, and then, yeah, it's just a uh, Ray kind of well, not Ayanami anymore. Technically, this like like in this Shinji, how Shinji find out that basically Ayanami was the clone of the mother. This traumatizing Shinji. <laughs> Over a game of shogi. Yes, like that, that was non nonetheless 
Fiutsky is a clever motherfucker. Of all things, like the one time he actually gets like really like genuine screen time, he's just like, do you know Shogi? And he's like, guess what? This is what your mom looked like. Your dad lied about not having pictures and she looks like Ray, right? Ray's a clone. Fuck you. And it's like, what the fuck? There's, like, there's, like, there's, multiple, there's, there's multiple of them, so... I do wish there was more Gent. There was a uh, more uh, Karo. Karo was nice, but you know, you know what I loved in a weird, twisted way with Karo and Shinji's interaction. It reminded me of during Neon Genesis when Asuka and Shinji basically had to play DDR and learn how to get synchronized in a dance because they had to right. defeat an angel in tandem. Right. And this was similar because Karo was teaching him how to play the piano so they could work together. Yeah. Like I gotta say that that, that, whole, that, that that whole scene was just gorgeous, animated. Oh yeah, animation-wise, it was gorgeous. But just the the kind of slight callback to yeah. the tandem dance in Neon Genesis, and this is more like Pacific Rim kaiju double double pilot plug. And I'm like, oh okay. I'm like, okay, it's kind of cool, kind of like that. Right. But yeah, Kauru Kauru didn't get nearly enough screen time in the third one. That yeah, I kind of I really wish there was more. But the times he was there, I will say, yeah, I did enjoy him. That's why I wanted more. <laughs> Agreed. I kind of did like the fact that I feel like the third movie was supposed to be disjointed and confusing for not only Shinji, but like the the Watcher, because mm-hmm. everything moved so quickly. And he went from space fight to Shinji's back to Toji's sister's okay, and she's there. And now, now Ayanami's not Ayanami. And, you know, the boom, boom, boom. It just moved so fast that it was really hard to wrap your head around what the fuck happened. Yeah. And then when Kaoru shows him the the near third impact and how then they start throwing out those those Lilin kind of names of like the child of Lilith and the child of Adam and they they really they really steered into like the biblical aspect of like right. you know the seed of knowledge the seed of life and it's it was interesting because they didn't really lay it on that heavily in neon genesis like it was obvious there were angels there was an atom there was lilith that whole kind of thing yeah but they didn't give the spawn a name like lilin and it didn't turn into like an insult like asuka kind of used it as a few times right right so i just it was it was really as much as i think third the third one is the weakest movie it was fun for the way it set up the fourth right like like it like while it wasn't great it was still important <laughs> correct and it's something I noticed in the first couple, and the third movie kind of confirms it. I don't know if you noticed it. Did you notice on Shinji's Walkman, or Gendo's Walkman, however you want to really refer to it, Right. the first movie and halfway through the second movie, it kept toggling between song 25 and 26? Yeah, I, I, then, did, I did see there was like a kind of like a repeat type of thing. Yeah. And then halfway through, it goes to 27. And then after Kaoru fixes it in this movie, it goes to 28. Because there were okay. 26 episodes in Neon Genesis Evangelion. Right. 25 and 26 were the, the instrumentality kind of stuff. So okay. I took that kind of as the little hint that this is continuing the storyline, even before we got to the end, kind of proving that. So halfway through episode, uh, halfway through movie two is episode 27. Movie three is episode 28. Right. Okay. And yes, yeah, there is that, a that, nine in the. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see the twenty-eight, but again, I did see the little skip type of thing. Okay, that's that's clever. <laughs> yeah, I I thought that was like a really cool, just like little Easter egg they threw in there for the Walkman. Ah, I I like that actually. Plus, plus, growing up in the early and you know 
growing up in the 90s, like, I wonder what kind of Walkman he had that it had A, a digital readout, and B, 30 songs worth of space. Like, what the fuck was that, man? Uh, I, I was going to say, like, I'm pretty, <laughs> sure, I'm pretty sure there's an 80-minute limit on these CDs. Yeah, these are way... the shortest songs in the world. <laughs> or, yeah, like, there's no way you're going to fit uh, that many songs in an 80-minute CD. Jeez. Oh, fuck out of here <laughs> that, that was my only real question like i like the easter egg but i'm like you know i was alive during the 90s when walkmans were kind of a thing and then you had the, the cd version i'm like i don't remember there ever being space for like 30 songs i'm like I, like I i had to burn like four cds for the, the stuff i wanted so exactly and the fact that you only had two sides of a cassette that's even less space than a cds it's like hey right. How short are these songs? I need to know. Or they, they probably... Uh, I, I don't know. The magic of Japanese you know, engineering and science made the J- best Japan, cassette ever. J- Japan had all the cool shit, so... Yes, that's what it was. They're just ahead of us. The Panasonic Sony Special Edition cassette could actually hold you know, 120 minutes worth of songs. We just didn't and, have it over here. And it's like, uh, hey, can we have that? It's like, no, why? It's like, you know what you did. You know what you, you, know what <laughs> you, you know did. Jeez. It's like, hey, you know what you did. Uh, you did worse off. <laughs> it's like, all right, that, that's on me. I said, I said, I said, I said the bar too high. <laughs> uh, but uh, goddamn, uh, poor Shadiq being traumatized with the head explosion. Oh, yeah, the way Kevin... Right in front of him. <laughs> I, I just... Like, I... I don't understand how he was still so blind to the fact that Karu told him not to do it. Something's not right. Asuka said, don't... Misato yeah, said, and they, held, they were fighting. That's why they were fighting. <laughs> yes. Everybody except Gendo and Ayanami, because she was programmed to listen to orders, said not yeah. to do it. And Shinji's like, fuck it, I'm gonna fix everything. I'm gonna do it. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, there's a reason why this movie is called You Cannot Redo, because you Uh, fucked up. (laughs) Oh, well, they're not Subaru, so he can redo. Hey, 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 that's a (laughs) dick. I know, I know. (laughs) But it was, plus, at least, you know what, the going into the fourth movie, it's cool that, that I understand now why they referred to that as near third impact. Right. Because I was so utterly confused at why it was N3I until we found out that Kaji sacrificed himself to stop the third impact. And that as, as long as there is a sacrifice, the impact will stop. Right. So I guess that's also why fourth impact wasn't caused by Shinji pulling out the spears because then Kaoru died. Yeah, more or less, yeah. I think so, I think I think he knew that. I think Kauru knew that because he, yeah, saying, he was just like, ah, the I first angel hard. becomes the thirteenth angel. Ah, shit, blow me up. <laughs> like, uh, lol, wants to do a cool trick. Yeah, <laughs> blow me up, fam. Boom. <laughs> oh. There's red everywhere. This must be yeah. how Kurt Cobain felt. Ah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> what? Too soon? No, no. Against him or something like that. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It's it's topical. It's topical. That's how I look. <laughs> So, so the baby killed Kirk Bay is what you said. Shinji was the baby, and that's why he killed Kaoru. And that's why he he got, he fucking cried. Damn right. Yes, that's why he just wasn't the same for I don't know half of Ever. the first movie. Uh, it's been thirty years. You have to let me go. Yeah, never. <laughs> All because you do my art show. What? What? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Muffin yeah. button. Wait. It's like it's like it's like Benoit going, Why didn't you tap out? If you did, we'd be together. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 
Alright, all right, we're falling off the rails. No, no, no. This is all topical with Evangelion. Anything off the rails is on the rails. It's Ava. Uh, <laughs> uh, at least it's not Erica 7. My god, Eureka 7. Holy shit. Oh, god. My brother hated it. <sighs> it depends on which version he saw, because I think the the what the fox version was like edited and ridiculous if i remember correctly well uh, no he saw he saw it on uh, adult swim oh okay because i know so he, the... he hated how everyone was fucking cried every episode yeah it it's like i get like if someone had a hug or said hello they would be traumatized <laughs> <laughs> it's serious business you don't understand japan man <laughs> Yeah, I was like, yeah, you know, you're right, but <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah, the, the third movie was crazy, and I, I appreciate it for what it set up. But watching that, it is probably the only movie that doesn't really stand alone. Right, like, it's the only one that needs the fourth Everything. movie. It's <laughs> otherwise it would have been very anticlimactic with it. True. It's like, oh, like is this how we end it? Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people were throwing pitchforks and all that. I don't know. I, you know, being in the Evangelion uh, fandom as long as I have, I'm pretty sure there would still be plenty of people trying to like overanalyze and like deep dive into everything and find out why it's actually the perfect ending if that was actually the last one. Oh, <laughs> that's that, that's every fandom. But Evangelion's way more pretentious. Oh, well, Evangelion but... is that whole elitist. Well, you're not smart enough to understand the depression and the psychoanalyzation <laughs> that goes on in all of these children. <laughs> I am though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, because of this, I got depressed. So, <laughs> well, why did the world blow up? Why has this happened? He was sad. <laughs> oh, how profound! Thank you. <laughs> it's like, it's like he just wanted a hug. Teenagers. Teenagers, mind you. Because Gendo put up his AT field, no one could have a hug, and that's why the world blew up. Sadly, that is kind of how the whole show ends. <laughs> almost bad my drink. <laughs> Good, that was my intent. God damn it. Uh, also, no, I had to give the whole movie a, a 0 out of 10. I didn't get my congratulations scene. I'm Where so ever... happy we didn't get that meme. No, movie. no, it was, it was a... Congratulations! No, I, I won. We played it for our friend after he got laid. Meanwhile, no, really, he had sex at a cuddle party at the last Rodicon, and we all did the whole congratulations like that. That's fant- Okay, that's fantastic. That's a wonderful use of meme because th- that was obviously a meme before the word was even invented. Because yes, I I could tell you from early 2000s fandom everybody hated that and used that purely to troll somebody like if they made the most <laughs> obvious observation about anything people would just like pull up the the gif or some kind of clip of congratulations yeah you fit good job aren't you proud good job yeah congratulations oh God, I, I, I wonder if someone play that during trump or biden's presidency oh, jesus christ this is the darkest timeline uh, <laughs> it doesn't even matter which one uh, for the like, yeah, for both, for both. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I fucking hate it here. Uh, we need a third. <laughs> or I'll, I'll even take a near third impact. I'll be the sacrifice. Just let me die, <laughs> goddammit. it. Just don't <laughs> blow your head up in front of me. I don't think I can take it. Oh, fair, fair enough. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But so, uh, before we talk about the movie, I was gonna say they love their fucking tits and ass. Oh, of course they do. And like, oh was, my god, they're they're very like okay. like yeah, like you knew in the original, but 
Well, let me just put it this way. At least Shinji wasn't jerking off over top of Asuka's body anymore. He's he's grown up. He's evolved. No, we're not using <laughs> that as a sign of evolution. He, he, uh, he, it's okay. Now he jerked off to his uh, clone mother. <laughs> no, no, no. Better, because then we've got the new pilot, who we didn't even really talk about. And she's the best goddamn thing about this movie. Mari oh, Makanami yeah. Illustrious. Right, oh my god. Just... The way she describes herself, too, when she just kind of pops in to see Shinji, and she's like, guess who? And he's like, I don't know. And he's like, let me give you a hint. Glasses, big boobs, brown hair. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, she, she, was a, she was a treat. Uh, my God. It's like, not only does she, she fall into that Magane kind of trope that everybody loves in yeah. anime, but her personality was just so different it was than very Asuka that it was nice. Like it was, she was the most normal as, as stretched her and age. fucked up as, just as stretched and fucked up as that sentence is about somebody being normal in the Evangelion kind of world. She was calm yet intuitive. She was like always on top of the fight without being aggro like Asuka. And it, she kept it fun. She kept it light. She kept it fluid. It was singing yeah, her little fucking had, songs and, she, and all that other and stuff. And she but. had her own motives. Like, oh, yeah, they're, they're, they think they're using me. Well, I'm using them with all this. So. Oh, that would, that was the best line that she had where, I forget, was the it Ritsuko? I think, I think it was one of the self-destruction. Was it Ritsuko or was it Kaji that said something about, I feel dirty using children to, you know, for adults, you know, I, I, think, I, I think it was Kaji. And there's like, I think I, it was I, Kaji. Yeah. And then she said, I hate using adults. <laughs> yeah. So then she just reverses it. And it's like, what a, f- wow. Okay. <laughs> like, she's just like, I just want to blow shit up. And it's just like, okay. Yeah. Just don't blow me up inside. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, the, again, it's just every angle, like, it, it's like, it, it's like, it's more noticeable than a harem rom com. <laughs> But it's it's good because it wasn't a harem, even though all of the girls had an interest in Shinji to some degree. Well, but yeah, like like uh, what you call it, Misada was like a mother figure. Uh, oh, I, a little more, more than that. I know, but like she 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 was like I don't, I don't, but I mean, if if we want to go back to end of Evangelion when they kissed, and then Kaji even poked fun at her, and Ritsuko poked fun at her about how when uh, Shinji started living with her, and then she's just like, well, you lived with a man before, and she's like, this is different, and Ritsuko's like. Is it? And, and Misato's <laughs> just like, shut the fuck. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like, and they they were, you know, they they were oddly close. They always have been. So yeah. it's one of those interesting things where Misato was like the hot teacher from like a rom com kind of anime where you're just well, like, oh, well, well, she's well, she technically a milf. So now, well, yeah, as we got to the second half of these, yes, but yeah. uh it's 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 nice. It was nice because all of the the women had different reasons to be drawn to Shinji, but not like just lording over him and lusting. Or like pitting him or like pitting him down, say, hey. Yeah, even though I did get a little annoyed at like eighty percent of Asuka's shots were just like her and panties just rolling back and forth. Hey, while 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 in a t shirt. Yeah. And I'm just like at some point I'm just like, A, she has to put clothes on and B, is this just budget constraint like just wanted to use the same thing of her playing her little whatever it was like game ds boy. or game boy of some sort and just yeah. rolling around they're, they're like they're like we're giving it we're giving it we're giving those uh angles to Mar- mari while exactly uh, while right while ayanami just had the boobs yeah well she also had that whole wonderful mannequin like the million mannequin march towards the end uh, oh god Oof. 
Uh, let's get to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I, I liked where how it started with uh, Mary getting her own like in her own fights while uh, Shinji, Asuka, Ainami does go to this village while Shinji sulks like normal. A typical <laughs> Friday for Shinji Ikari. Yes, basically. But uh, I I liked how Ainami was getting along with the village, the the older woman type of thing. Because they yeah. like, 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 you already ordered so Let Granny slap some ass and tell you how to work. Yeah, I, it was it was definitely that weird slice of life kind of aspect. But I don't know. Like, I always felt odd about that with how clueless that, you know, original batch was. Because you know, Miss Lookalike or whatever you want to refer to her as. But Shadow uh, the Hedgehog. It, yes. Because it, it I found you, Faker. It, it, faker. It, was, it was endearing, I suppose. But it was just... It was a little taxing. I like that's probably the nicest way I could put it. Where she just asked questions about everything, and it wasn't until she learned enough and she started using it towards Shinji and Asuka that it kind of it started hitting a little different. Yeah, and then eventually, first it was like she kind of did like shut down for like a moment, right? Mm-hmm. When she thought about staying, right? Yeah. It's like oh, like oh no, you don't. <laughs> Yeah, but then it's like, oh, well, I guess there's a malfunction. You can't live outside of nerve. Oh, great. All right. So and there's like, uh, there's like uh, hey, Shinji, we need to talk. What? Uh, was he a magic trick? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> like, like, I, I, like, yeah, I'm not the real Ayanami. Like, I can't be here. But anyway, goodbye. Mm-hmm. And I, I love how that was what it caused for Shinji to just kind of be like, you know what? Fuck it. We're, we're ending this. Like, I'm sick of watching people die in front of me. Yeah. But tell me the the cold, calculated yup, and then taser gun from Asuka wasn't fantastic, right? Oh now. my god, yes. It's it's like she just knew, and she's just like, I'm gonna help too, and Asuka's like, yup, I have to do this. It's like, what the fuck? You're coming with me. <laughs> ah, that that ah. was that was cool, and it was also nice to see Toji and Kensuke made it out okay, and Hikari and Toji, you know, right. they shipped them together like everybody in the old fandom one. Right. Because and, like, and they actually got it. Yeah. So there there was a little bit of I guess fan service to the old Neon Genesis fans and Kensuke kind of being interesting, I suppose, because I always thought it was weird when Asuka and Kensuke first interacted after, you know, the fourteen years passed and she was calling him Ken Ken. I'm just right. like, that's not an Asuka line. That's very affectionate and very cutesy. So Yeah the fuck happened here this <laughs> pretty pretty much yeah but uh anyway uh i i gotta say i love every time shinji and gendo were on screen together after the whole confrontation oh yeah and that fight and, was cool too and, like, and, like, and they're like you know they you're not stopping by fighting that's when they did like you're, you're right that's why they did the whole talk and i loved the to- i loved the talks like i loved it was like, really like, cool though to watch him fight in like different spots, like Masato's apartment, and then like the school, right? And just, just and then the village, yeah. Randomly, just like you know, none of this is real, so we can do whatever the fuck we want. And it's like, oh, cool! I'm gonna fight in the bathtub. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? I was like, well, uh, let's uh, you you've been a dirty boy, so let's uh, clean you up. Exactly. Ah, uh, so yeah, but the the talk was really nice. Like it was it was really interesting. And it was cool because we finally learned that human side of well, the human side of Gendo and who Mari was too. Like the fact that Mari finally made sense and it all happened within like the last 20 minutes of the last movie. Very much. Yeah. Like, and it didn't feel rushed. It felt right. 
where, you know, she approaches Fyutsky during the last fight, calls him Professor. He refers to her by an older name, calling her Mari Iscariot. And then we see when Gendo's going through his little flashbacks of school life with Yui and Fyutsky, Mari was there. And Mari's the one fucking with him, taking the headphones off and poking at him and having fun. So Mari somehow was like the original cursed Ava child or Mm. maybe an insurance policy kind of Yui. Because yeah. maybe that's maybe that's why she was referred to as a scary. Because maybe Yui knew something wasn't going to work out right, so maybe. it was Mari's job just to kind of make sure the pieces fell into place. Playing the Judas to Gendo's, you know, yeah. God complex, Jesus complex, whatever you want to call it. Right. But uh, I gotta say that Yui head was fucking creepy. <laughs> oh, you mean the uh, the real one where they, yeah, they weren't the, even the... animating it anymore and it was live action? Yeah, that I was like, ah. Uh... I felt, yeah. so, I felt so uncomfortable. Like, that was definitely way more uncomfortable than the first time we saw them do the, the Ray heads and stuff like that. Just like, ah, it's creepy. And I loved how the little, uh, the pink-haired girl on the ship said, like, exactly what everybody was thinking during that point, too. Where she's like, what the hell is this? This is nuts! <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is on purpose. Like, yeah, Jesus Christ. Ugh. <sighs> That's crazy. Yeah, and and then, again, uh, it comes back to what we were talking about in the beginning. Is Gendo the worst father or is he the best father? That's, again, that's that's a, such a tricky question. Because he may have gone about it in fucked up ways, but he ended up going with his wife. And Shinji got his wish to live yeah. in a world with no Evangelions and grow yeah. up. And Ray was happy. Asuka's happy with Kensuke. And Mari is happy with Shinji. And they run off you know, up the steps and into reality together. So Gendo won. Gendo achieved what he wanted to. Yeah, and uh, more or less, yeah. So, and it Again, ended it, up really it, good it, for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> hey, like, yeah, Shinji got best girl as a... As yeah. His, uh, uh, goddamn. And it was nice uh, to also just watch Shinji grow up in the last, like, 30, 40 minutes to the movie, too. Yeah, like actually sounding like an adult type of thing. <laughs> Even Asuka had to admit it. That was the best part during little interrogation where she's just like, do you know why I tried to hit you? And he's just like, because I did nothing. He's like, I didn't try to save you. I didn't try to hurt you. I just froze. And I was useless. And she's just like, oh, wow, you did learn something. <laughs> and then uh, Shinji was like, well, bye. Hey, not seeing you again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, hey, so I have you doing nothing. Bye. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. But she got ejected, so she's she's happy with Kensuke. Like we didn't see it really, but it was implied. But it, it was, yeah, and then yeah, I think it was that Ainami and Kaoru were talking on the other side of yeah. the train platform. Yeah, like the clones or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the interesting children. Let's just put it that way. Pretty much. Because I mean, you would have to think raise her own person in that version of Shinji's world. Yeah. Yui and Gendo sacrifice themselves together and by impaling themselves on the spear. And they don't exist in that world. <laughs> Correct. And neither do Evangelion. So yeah. Ray must actually be her own person. And maybe Karu's not an angel because there's no Avas. Yeah, like he's like he's that like he's also his own person. Yeah. Yeah, that's that that really is a interesting way to look at it. Yeah, uh, but you know, as as a longtime fan of the series and everything, it was nice to watch a happy end. Not not just an implicit happy ending, not a goofy one like at the end of like an, like, Genesis. We, like, like we got actual closure. Yeah, it, it felt like real closure and the fact that Mari is a connection back to Gendo and Yui 
without having to be a clone or some weird twisted kind of thing. And it's just that she was friends with them and now she's with Shinji. Like mm-hmm. it, it brings it all full circle that somehow like Gendo and Yui are still kind of looking out for Shinji in this new world that he created. Uh, with how all these movies came out, like how they were set up, if would you do this with extra stuff as a rebooted series to have it more fleshed out? I don't really think you need to do anything else with it. Like this tied it up in a bow pretty nicely. I bet like if they somehow decided to do like, hey, we're going to make a remake the series type of thing. Would you do this type of plot, but more fleshed out in the span of 26 episodes? I don't know. I mean, or, I, I don't, or I don't, just, I don't or see just, the need. Or, or just, it got the right amount of timeline for all four movies. <laughs> I, I think everything was fine. Like, like I said with three, three is awkward, but it's better as a movie than it would be as multiple episodes that you have to sit through. Because right. could you you imagine three being a ninety minute movie, or if it's five episodes in the middle of a twenty six yeah. episode series? Right, like that could be enough to confuse somebody and just get them to stop watching. Because right. it's a lot harder to sit through five episodes than it is four movies. Because you know that movie one and movie four tie up the story, so like you need to get from point A to point B. So right. even if the third movie is a little weird. You have faith that the fourth movie is going to fix it. Right. You can't really always say that about a, a series. So if, right, if you had right. to sit there weekly, like if it was a seasonal, and you had to go, oh, well, episode 17 through 22 make absolutely no sense, but fuck, they're cool. Like, it's like, eh, would you right, really yeah. stick around doing it? Yeah, I, I, I can see what you mean, actually. <laughs> it's... I guess that's a good point. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I think Evangelion is going to continue on with their spin-off games because there's been games for days. Like Shinji's got, like I said, the girlfriend of Steel games, other dating games. I think there's one or two where he's a detective. There's one or two that take place in like an alternate like school reality where they also introduce different girls. Like I think Girlfriend of Steel had Mana, if I remember correctly, right. and so. And Ava's sure never going to die as a series. Yeah, and I'm sure there's an orchestra somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I think we're fine. I mean, yeah. it doesn't need to be another series. It doesn't need to be another movie. I think the cinematic universe, however you want to call it, is wrapped up nicely. And now whatever they do, if they want to maybe do a prequel with like Mari Gendo and Yui years or something like that. That would be that, interesting. That could be interesting. I'd like that more as like a short like maybe half hour movie like if they did like a whole box set of one two three and four give us like a little bit of mari backstory a little more i'd be cool with that but i I don't really think we need much else i think this did a really good job coming full circle with nearly 30 years of fandom more or less yeah yeah just almost 30 years so yeah it, it definitely did a really really good job so all, all four movies on a whole the way it retold the way it built and the way it ended it's it's for really really good closure. It psychologically it's smart, you know. Right. Battle wise it was cool. Story wise it's compelling. Like and, you, you can kind of relate to some at least one of the characters, you know. Yeah, I mean? and it was good seeing the characters again with some mm-hmm. different and some changes to their actual character. <laughs> yep. Sometimes it's a name. Sometimes it's a personality quirk. But it it was nice to see how they evolved over yeah. the the time as well as the viewer. So, right. It was a cool take. Uh, and I believe we both ranked them the same, where the best one was the second one. Uh, the Then second best was 
the latest one, then the first movie, and then the third one. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Two, yeah. four, one, three. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, again, that's really the best way to go back. As yeah, the second one was just great, especially with those final scenes. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's just like my, the thing that puts two over the top for me, even though four is a nice bow on the story. Two is its own thing. Like you could stop watching after one and two, and you can still feel like you have a complete story right there. Right. But four ties it up long term for fans of Neon Genesis and fans of the rebuild series. So yeah, like four, like for like for the casual fan, you like you would stop at two probably. <laughs> possibly, yeah. If you just wanted a nice retelling of Neon Genesis and didn't care about the extra stuff, two is fine. Like two yeah. two tells a wonderful story, hits all the beats, things get tied up in an in a messy way, but it still gets tight. So yeah. it works. But four, four is good for the long-term fan who just kind of wanted to see where Anna was going with it. And, and like a, a proper ending. Huh? Correct. And he, for a change, didn't fuck with the kids. So like, it, yeah. it was really just nice to see everybody get their way in a way. I wonder if someone held them at gunpoint saying, don't fuck up, don't fuck the, their lives up anymore. <laughs> I don't think they did. I was like, like, stop it right now. Stop, stop. Do not send that. <laughs> My understanding is that after the third movie came out, one of the manga artists put in an extra panel for shits and giggles of Mari in school with Gendo and Yui. Right. And at the time that came out, everybody swore up and down. It wasn't canon. It wasn't something he was told to do. He just did it for fun. <laughs> so I wonder if Ano saw that and he's just like, I like that. Yeah, I think that like, no, that would make a lot of sense in a way. Because, so Because I remember a lot of the early interviews where Anno was struggling with himself on how he was going to make this story different because he didn't want to just retell the same story. So he right. that's why Asuka's name changed and the personality quirks changed. And that's why Mari got introduced because they really needed another another pilot in there just to change up the dynamic. And then yeah, it worked I, I th- I think that tie into the past, be it Anno's idea or be it the random illustrator's idea, like I think that is just a gorgeous way to tie everything up. Since Mari's whole gimmick was the fact that a she liked old things, and b she always told everybody that she was going to be there whenever they needed her, and to, to not worry, and she'll she'll come in at the end. So like right. she was supposed to kind of be the guardian angel in a sense. Right. And it was it was really fun. And I also like the fact that she gave Asuka and Shinji kind of cute pet names, which yeah. helped to lighten up things during like a giant battle where you're just getting your arms ripped off and murdering people. And she's calling Asuka princess and and Shinji's puppy or, or doggy or something like that. <laughs> like it's 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 just it's a little off putting, but it's just that right amount of levity to not make it so dark and depressing all the time. Right. <laughs> uh but yeah, uh, whoever does want to watch this, it's all on Amazon Prime, all four movies. And then uh, if you want to watch the Netflix dub, it's on Netflix. <laughs> yep. uh, but uh, I'll, I'll try to find the original somewhere, but uh, unless I had no choice but to do. <laughs> yeah, don't buy it unless the price has changed. Because when I checked a couple years ago, it was still like insanely priced because I don't think it was in very high print demand. At first, because something weird <laughs> happened with Gynex, if I remember correctly, because Anno and Gynex had a falling out. Right. I think that's kind of why printing on Evangelion or Neon Genesis stopped. Yeah, I can see. Yeah. Well, uh, what you call it? 
Uh, the Britt Baker figure is selling for five fifty right now, so I probably have some money. <laughs> there you go. That should cover the the series at least. You, would. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I I think it needs to go hundred dollars higher to get the end of. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yes, you're not gonna get instrumentality without like at least six hundred bucks. You're right. Uh, <laughs> it's, just be like, we'll I will see. give you twenty out of twenty six for five fifty. Yeah. <laughs> we will see. Uh. But yeah, that is our review of uh, Evangelion, the four movies. Uh, again, we had a great time talking about it. We had a great time watching them. Uh, and I want to thank Andrew for coming on as a uh, my guest for the night. And we always have fun. We always have fun talking together. So this is nice to do it in this uh, Dr. Cakey format. So Andrew, thank you for being here with me in this. Oh, anytime, especially yeah. if you finally get your co-host into something that happens happened before like 2010 like you know that that'd be cool we, we could probably chop yeah it up uh, well more. uh well uh soon we are looking for guests so you're more than welcome to come anytime <laughs> cool. yeah so it uh, better be older stuff then. well well, well, <laughs> I, well it's, it's probably gonna be like a little bit of older stuff questions and stuff like that uh kind of like how drive through oh i got like, you so probably, it'd be like cakey shop or something i like that yeah, so that might be like the thing, like where we have guests and then random questions and stuff like that, and talk about uh, a little more older stuff. Uh, we're probably gonna do that around the fall. We'll see. We'll figure it out. Uh, cool. I wait on my goddamn OP song, so uh, I have to go somewhere else. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I, I have not heard back from that guy in a month, so I'm probably. Yeah, I was wondering what the, the status with that one. Was. Yeah, uh, I I have not heard anything, so I'm actually I'm I'm looking on Fiverr because <laughs> I heard Fiverr does shit. Uh, oh, that's it, actually a good point. Yeah. Yeah, and someone actually said they'll do it for like a hundred bucks, like a two minute. Like, yeah, no, no, no. That's probably a lot cheaper than what the other guy was gonna give me. So, yeah, so I might just do that. I just gotta wait a month for it to be delivered. That's fine. Yeah, no, well, that, that that's worth it definitely. Yeah, so I was gonna have I was gonna have uh, e- I was gonna have Ethan uh, send me half of that money. That definitely makes sense. It is it is your show, you know, your yes. two man show. So you yeah. think it go fifty fifty? Yeah, I, I, I hope so. I, I'm sure. I was sure hoping it's probably fifty bucks. <laughs> if not, that uh, she needs a job. <laughs> yes, a better job. True. That is very true. Like, come on, give me ten bucks for five weeks. How about that? <laughs> yeah, like, like, give it the money slowly till it finishes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll and probably be done in about five weeks at ten dollars a week. That works, right? Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah. He, well, the guy did. Well, the guy's time frame was about uh, forty days. So yeah. There we go. More, See, more or less. It's perfect. I gave Ethan a nice uh, installment plan, layaway plan, whatever you want to call it. Sounds yeah. good. <laughs> uh, we did no commercials for this, but you know what? Fuck it. It's a special. Who cares? We don't need advertisements. <laughs> yeah, but uh. Anyway, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DamienPhoenix12. I'm on there sometimes. Uh, I also plan on doing streaming. Uh, you can find me on Chair Shots, where I was uh, writing for Japanese wrestling, but since wrestling died, it's on a hiatus. <laughs> wrestling died. That's wrestling. Nice. You just you just put the tombstone there. The, like, the little the little angel cross came up. You're yeah. like, I don't know. Third impact hit Japan. It was yeah. called COVID, and all of it sucks now. <laughs> yeah. And all the book it went to shit. Kota Ibushi has had a god complex. It didn't go anywhere. Yeah, Kota Ibushi had the god complex. Evil, evil's just a piece of shit. He ruined everything. And Shingo's the, Shingo's the only saving grace, but not enough to cover a whole show. <laughs> not enough to cover evil, because remember, 
Oh, we're we're That's... we're recording this on the fourth, so on the fifth, Shingo and Evil face each other for the title. I swear, if Evil wins, I'm probably gonna stop watching the New Japan forever. <laughs> I I will give Evil one small bit of credit. Is that when he took when he introduced Show into the the group? Yeah. On today's show, they had these shirts called House of Torture. Yeah. Okay. If House of Torture is his offshoot group, and then maybe they leave Bullet Club and become House of Torture, I don't hate that. Like, I just want him away from Bullet Club. I do too, because it's, that was a mistake. It's sad is that they're doing all the annoying, crappy shit that like Fale and the Tongans did. And it doesn't, it, it, do, it, it doesn't, it doesn't fit evil. It doesn't. Especially, especially how you've seen evil back then where he would just go chair shots to the throat and a motherfucker on his own. Like you don't need these people. He, he could, he took down a lot big names by himself. True. This is true. So ho- hopefully he figures it out. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he does. Uh, we also want to thank uh, W2M Network for having us on Spotify, and we want to thank the Chair Shot Radio for having us on various uh, forms where you find your local favorite podcast, like iHeartRadio, I Apple Music, Audible. Andrew, your plugs. Uh, on the Twitter, IWC Warchief, that's where you can find me. And writing on the Chair Shot, where I still have to cover the Japanese wrestling team. And Impact Wrestling, because it, it's the the issue with me being like one of the the higher ups on the, yeah, the main, on the, the main, website. The main I can't, squeeze. <laughs> I can't just be like, "Hey, sucks. I'm done." Oh, I have to cover it. Anymore? Okay, but at least you know the good thing is I've also been covering album reviews, some music lately, and that that's actually helped to keep things moving, you right. know, on a weekly basis. Because I just covered uh, Iron Maiden's new album that came out yesterday, Senjutsu. And it's just cool kind of mixing up different genres and some bands I haven't listened to in a hot minute that just happened yeah. to have a release this year. Yeah, I actually read your Billie Eilish review, too. <laughs> you know, I don't mind Billie Eilish as much as a I, 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 it, it's, it, it's I have to be in the mood for it, but if it's like plays so much like Nickelback, then it's annoying. Oh, well, yeah, like Bad Guy's an annoying fun song. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. But like right. her older stuff before that, like Ocean Eyes and Bellyache, like they're cute songs and then this right. new album that she came out with the happier than ever is it they're they're definitely songs to get sad to which i suppose works for an evangelion you know themed show yeah. that we end with oh, this yeah. one but so you're not gonna listen to the billy eilish album in the car driving with friends to like something fun no but if you're sad and you need something to commiserate with that that's really good it hits a lot of good right. points and lyrically her and her brother do a good job so i, I give I give her a lot of credit. Yeah, yeah I, I gave my partner that CD for their birthday. So, ah, did they yeah. like it? Uh, I would, I would hope so. Uh, I didn't ask. <laughs> but... <laughs> well, at least they didn't hate it. Well, it's, uh, it's, well, it's, it, well, it's, well, it's better. <laughs> well, it's better than Megan Thee Stallion. So, a lot of things are Thee Stallion. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that that was their Christmas credit. I got it. So sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, what? Uh, it's a white girl music to uh, gather wop to Billy Eilish, <laughs> but I love him. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Uh, yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, we've had our cake. We've we've had our cakey. We talked our cakey. We're full of cakey. So until next time, uh, me and Eve will be here on Monday. Uh, arigato, anato ofaku, and sayonara. If you've been diagnosed with lung cancer, you need a team of experts by your side every step of the way. With the largest and most experienced lung cancer team in South Jersey, 
MD Anderson Cancer Center at Cooper gives patients personal care, innovative treatments like robotic surgery, immunotherapy, and groundbreaking radiation treatment, all close to home. MD Anderson at Cooper. No one fights cancer alone. Appointments available in 48 hours. MD Anderson Cancer Center at Cooper. You knew. You knew the kicker was going to hook, right? That New York was going to beat New England in 07. And that Kansas City would come from behind in that Houston game. You don't know how you knew, but you knew. You just didn't do anything about it. Typico. Let's make this interesting. Join Typico Sportsbook and get started with 750 at typico.com. Terms apply 21 and over. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.